1: Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day hotline brought to you by Fichte, Endel, and Elmer I Care on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. I am one of the hosts of this show, sitting alongside my partner and friend, Jay Spence the King. Spence, my man, how are you
2: feeling? It's Hump Day Victory Wednesday. It is Victory Wednesday. It is Hump Day, and I feel like humping, humping something. Let's hump it out. Let's well, hump get the it. Like. Just oh, hump the so like. Pump hump the like. We gonna hump it. We gonna hump everything, man. I'm I'm ready to hump. Let's hump All it right. up. All right, show over. <laughs> show over. No more PG thirteen. On this show is not for kids. Officially,
1: this one is not for kids. If you get the kids out of the room, uh, but uh, that's hysterical. Uh, it is so good to have you here alongside me. We've had a pretty good run. Like we've we've done a bunch of these shows together. Like, Whoa. Like my, my Whoa! What?
2: Whoa! Whoa! What do you mean? Pretty good run, like we've had. Don't don't be talking. Don't. What are you? What do you mean? I mean, what like we've been
1: together the last couple weeks in a row. Like it's. Oh, I huge. thought you was trying to.
2: I got you. I got you. You was saying something different. I thought you was retiring or something. Like, what are you doing? Well, like, no. Well, I, that might no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. No. At least not. The- I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm saying no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I should do is like, if it, like literally, I should I should change my name to I I quit and then like you, you can go live and my seat will just be empty or John or John show like you'll just say I quit or both week, both shows that week like any overreaction show will just say I quit with, with an empty chair so
2: the day that I walk away is going to be the most dramatic oh, post no. of all time like it's going to be the most dramatic <laughs> sad post of all time I so promise you're,
1: you're going Antonio Brown pulling your shirt off I'm, and go, running I'm going the all deadline. of
2: it I'm going all of it man I'm just, like it, the, the, the saddest way out that you can imagine that's how I'm going to do it oh no
1: well ladies and gentlemen gentlemen welcome into the show uh yeah so everybody be waiting for that someday we we have no idea when uh either of those are going to happen but someday that day will come i am sure uh but uh it's so good to have every one of you thank you to everybody that is joining us live thank you to everybody that's going to download this and consume this in podcast form and whatever platform you are consuming this uh uh podcast vidcast vidcast on please as we like to say on, on hump day uh hump that like so jump on that like button we have currently zero thumbs up on youtube so uh want to change that immediately because it helps our metrics. And then uh, we're going to take just a second and hear from our show sponsor, Ficta Endel, and Elmer Eye Care by John Fina. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Ficta Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading-edge technology Our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at FICTA.com. At FICTA, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Just something about the way that he says, aspirations. And
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Shout out to Ficta uh, Endo and Elmer Care. They're actually, uh, first of all, they've been amazing all season. They're great people. Yes. Um, they do a great job. But I do want to shout them out as well. So Buffalo Rumblings, for the first, I believe this is the first time. I'm about, I'm about to find out for sure because I think Matt is going to tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm going <laughs> to claim it already. For the first time, Buffalo Rumblings is going to be represented in in February at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas and is sponsored by FICTA, Endel and Elmer Eye Care and Picasso Pizza It's wow. going down. Y'all going to see me in February. I'll be out there with my man Stevie Johnson. And if you're going to be out there for the Super Bowl, it's a Friday. It's a Friday event. So if you're going to be out there for the week, come by to the... To the I don't want to call it a party because it's not a party. It's an event. It's a bunch of things going on. Mm-hmm. If you get there and you pull up your phone and you show them that you're following Buffalo Rumblings, Jay Spencer King, or Sarah Larson, you're going to get in for free. Mm. You, you get in for free. Just you just got to follow us. Buffalo Rumblings, Jay Spencer, Sarah, follow us. You get in. Wow. Slow down.
1: Wow. Well, I follow you both. Come on, come. I on follow back. all three of you. Buffalo Rumblings, Let's get it. Sarah and you. So what do and I and Stevie? You got four. I follow Stevie as well. I got picture. I got pictures of me and Stevie together. So yes, let uh, That's awesome. Well, that's actually freaking
2: fantastic. He, he hasn't corrected you yet, so you might be on point with that one. I think I'm on point. <laughs> I think it's the first time that Buffalo Rumblings has been represented in the Super Bowl. I hope that the Bills are represented soon, so that way Buffalo in general is represented well, in the Super Bowl. Well, you've opened the
1: can. Now you need to let us look inside the can. So what's inside okay. the can? Like what's
2: what's the event? Well, Stevie Johnson uh, announced a few weeks back that uh, he's doing an event for uh, Super Bowl week. And awesome. uh, it's part of, you know, a lot of the things that he does with young people when he, you know, he trains wide receivers and stuff in high school. So it's a lot to do with that. And then he has a couple other good uh, organizations that's, that's trying to put some things together. So come on out, network, meet some awesome. people. You're going to see a, a few professional former Bills players there. You're going to see, I mean, if the Bills don't make it to the Super Bowl, I'm sure a couple of, current guys will be yeah, there yeah, as yeah. well yeah. but yeah. we're hoping that they make it to the game
1: well that is awesome news also for everybody that's uh tuning in right now please uh we've never done this before so i'm gonna do it tonight for the first time please stay tuned for directly after this show at nine o'clock p.m uh for uh line <laughs> the game with jerry and uh sarah so because it normally i get like caught up in the end and then i forget and you're like wait wait, 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 wait. so <laughs>
2: well, no that's why i was laughing because it's like normally we don't remind you and now we're
1: doing <laughs> At the beginning, I'm reminding you at the beginning. So if you got to like walk away, and you, you close the show, come back at nine for Jerry and Sarah. Also, if you did not catch it, uh, the off-tack with John Fina show, Jerry and John interviewed Greg Cosell. Uh, and that was That's a dope. tremendously great uh, interview. Probably these, I don't know where it is, one or two. To me, the best football conversation that we've had on YouTube this year was you, Eric Wood. Uh, Jerry and John, and this one to me is right up there with that one. So, must see television coming from Buffalo Rumblings, which is fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, so super good, super good to talk to you and talk to everybody. We get to wrap a little bit about this, uh, this Chiefs game. So, my, Just my, my guy, I'm gonna let you go first. So, looking back, uh, you know, on this Buffalo Bills win over the Kansas City Chiefs, which we have done. In regular season, two years now, three years in a row. So it's not like it should be the wildest of surprises. But looking back on it at this point in time, um and I'll go after you. What sticks out to you the most from that three days later? Uh, the most. That's a yeah. that uh, okay. Like like, like uh, all uh, the dust uh, is settled. The Kadarius Tony stuff is over. Like even Mahomes has come out and been like, Well, maybe he was off size, right? I mean, it, like, so everything's settled down. So it's like, hey man, this this part happened. Right.
2: I think I think the biggest thing that I take away from that game and I know it's just one game. But if I look at the season in a whole as well, I think me walking away from that game, I'm going to say I was so wrong about Ed Oliver and I was mm. so wrong about A.J. Yeah. Epinesa. Me, too. Me, too. So, you know, like there was a lot of good things. There was a lot of good things about the game that I can talk about. There were a few bad things, mm-hmm. um, but I was so wrong about A.J. Epinesa and I was so wrong about Ed Oliver. Like they play incredibly. We're going to miss him if AJ Epinesa can't play this week, and we're going to miss him. Like the dude yeah. is a
1: beast. Yeah, for sure. It's, 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 I was, that's well said. I mean, I, I was in the offseason when I was, when we were doing shows, when I was doing shows around the draft, around just free agency and whatnot, I was one of the ones. And when they gave him the extension, I was like, what are we doing? Like 14 million, what are we doing here? And then he made the statement. He, the quote was, I'm going to outplay that contract before it's even up mm-hmm. and it's like and he proved me right <laughs> all
2: right he, he proved himself right and because you remember when we did the show i'm like no nah, man get this guy has to go cut him i don't even know why we right look i was wrong i am yep. man enough to admit when i'm wrong and i'm man enough to apologize so both of you gentlemen ed oliver and aj epinesa what is his name what is what is the a and the j stand for or is it aj
1: uh, I'm sure it's Andrew Justin or something. That's my brother's name, <laughs> Andrew Justin. <laughs> so <I don't>
2: know. <laughs> well, well, Andrew Justin Epinesa, if that's your name. I'm sure. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's going to be in the comments at any at any moment now. But, yeah, you're right. but no, I, I, uh, I, I appreciate you guys, and I apologize. I was wrong.
1: Yeah, uh, what's interesting to me just about that situation is the fact that you've got uh two guys that can tell the truth and one guy that never does so von miller never tells the truth and then you've got ed oliver who said that i'm gonna (laughs) i'm
2: I'm sorry it's andrew jarrett man you were so (laughs) (laughs) you were so close i'm sorry for cutting you off go ahead (laughs) it's great that's
1: freaking awesome um that's crazy i never win i feel like i just won the lottery um but uh um where was that going with that oh yeah so you got von miller who can never tell the truth and then you've got ed oliver who said i'm gonna play my contract and did and you've got isaiah mckenzie who said i'm only worth candy and he was right
2: so <laughs> a lot of truth in buffalo isn't it
1: yeah, a lot of truth up in here
2: and <laughs> oh, somebody sent cool. me a message today it was like are you voting literally like randomly was like are you voting for isaiah mckenzie for the Pro Bowl?" and i'm like <laughs> I think you have the wrong number, my guy. Like I think that's your problem.
1: <laughs> uh, new phone? Who this? Uh, right
2: <laughs> for for me. Coming off of that, you
1: know, we've seen four games this year where the defense couldn't hold, and uh, it was actually five different drives or five different moments uh, this year where it happened. And the thing that stuck out to me, that like in that game, like what is settled with me is is that defense held, and they proved a point. And I, you know, I said on the show on Sunday, you know, this is a game that I feel like they can win. They can they can learn to win from. Um, and I go back to it. I've told the story several times to different people just in my life. And I think I said it as well on the show, I, you know, uh, the bills make the stop. The ball falls incomplete, uh, on fourth and 15, the bills defensive backfield. They're almost like, Hey, Hey, right. Like they were almost like surprised Tuesday ran off the field. And then McKenna literally turns to me, what does this mean? (laughs) Did we win? And I was like. There's still 56 seconds left. I, I, I don't know. Right. So I think for me, there's an aspect of like maybe this team is is finding Sean McDermott's complimentary football conversation, right? So when the when the defense needs to be picked up, the offense does it. When the offense needs to be picked up, the defense does it because that kind of happened in this game. The offense came out hot in the first half. And then wait, like go ahead. Wait,
2: can I be honest? You can be honest. Always. Well, don't, honest. Lie, don't Von Miller, me. Well, no, I definitely don't want to Von Miller you, but you said the defense picked the... <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a low blow. Forgive me, guys. Forgive me. <laughs> well, I lobbed it right
1: out there and you, you
2: hit a home you run. Did. Off, no, you did. I'm sorry, but I shouldn't have did that. I'm sorry. I, I'm too. sorry. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> you say the defense picked the offense up here, which is technically correct. However, can we just talk about if... Tony didn't line up off sides, how the Bills would have lo- Not lost, maybe, because we still had time on the clock. But yeah. I'm still, like, I just feel like a lot of times now when things happen in the game, like, get it, the, the, what happened happened. Yeah, we yeah. won the game. Yeah. So we're happy. Let's be happy. However, like, you have to understand that that was a player error and it was a referee's call that changed what happened. Yeah. If, that yeah. call, if that call did not happen, if the referee didn't say, hey, he's over the line, he's been over the line all game, let me throw it. If he didn't throw it, the Buffalo Bills would have been down by some points at that time, and then we would have, we had time, and we had timeouts, yep. so Josh could have figured it out. But my point is, it's yet another example of Sean McDermott's defense mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter when the game is on the line, not being able to, to make the play or ho- Now, after that play was called back, we caught our second win, we got some energy. It's like, all right, incomplete, 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 incomplete. Cool. Yep, yep. But that play, and it's too many times where, like, it's in the fourth quarter. The other team gets the ball late, and they got to go down the drive to score. And our defense, all game, first three quarters, three and a half quarters, we look great. That last five minutes, it's, I don't even want to say two minutes, the last five minutes, I don't it's know more, what. It's that more than
1: five. Had. It's the Eagles. They let them have. They scored thirty points. They put thirty whole quarter. The whole on us. Quarter. <laughs> they the put 30, quarter, man. On us. <laughs> so it's like thing, you know,
2: I want to praise <laughs> these guys for the game. Like they're doing great first half, third quarter, and you know some of these guys are i consider friends some of them i consider friends now Mm -hmm. i love to hype them Mm -hmm. i can't hype them when that happens man like i can't i can't and then and then i got one more thing and then i'll let you go i'll shut up matter of fact i pour some crown here i'm gonna take a (laughs) shot listen i love you know how much i love my safeties on the buffalo bills roster oh yeah is it time for micah Hyde to really start thinking about the possibility of retirement because now it's starting to look like he's injury prone
1: I don't. I don't think he plays after this year. If he makes it for, through the year, I think he's done at the end of this year. I think he's hanging on right now just to make kind of a run. And if there's if there's somebody in the in the locker room that it's like win one for the Gipper, it's probably Micah, right? For what he means to this team, I think everybody knows that this is probably it for Micah. His contract is up. There's no way he's going someplace else to play. And yeah, every time he takes a hit from somebody, not leading with his helmet, that's illegal, but. Down, head down right he he ends up on the ground and the last one on sunday was scary he's he's like people thought it was his wrist like there was a, i saw one person tweet that like oh i think he broke his wrist because of the way that he was riding in pain and then it's like oh no, no another next stinger and it's like well that's not great um there was something else i was going to say but i don't remember so we'll, uh, we'll we'll just we'll just move on so well, no, wait
2: <laughs> don't move on because I, I i i called in and I ranted like a WGR caller, and I talked about how the defense still gives up on on the. You call WGR. Looking, I'm calling UGR right oh, now is what okay. I'm saying. Okay. So now I'm saying I'm going to call up thanks for, or I'm going to hang up. Thanks for taking my call. I'll listen. I need a response for that part. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make it like you're really on a call here because I, I want you to really respond to that.
1: Okay. Well, do we need do we need to start looking looking for two new safeties? That was the question.
2: No, the the question was about the fourth quarter and the Buffalo Bills giving up big drives at the end of the game to, to like I know we just said the defense picks up the offense, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not what's been happening.
1: Yeah, I'll hang up and listen. I'll hang up and listen. First time caller, long time listener. So uh, the reality is, is that is <laughs> he left. That is you should have spotlighted me, but no, don't do that either. Um, the, the reality is, is that is stop it. That is what has is happening or has happened. Uh, the <laughs> issue, the issue at hand is the fact that you can't win this argument. So th- there's two sides to the argument, and, and which is Josh Allen is doing enough to win football games. Uh, and then the other side of that argument is, yeah, but the defense is like wounded, right? And Josh Allen threw an interception. So there's nobody that you're gonna be able to. You're never going to get all of the fan base, in my opinion, to admit or at least agree upon the fact that the defense has has very much been letting up uh, somewhere in the third quarter. Could you get the spotlight off me, please? Um, somewhere in the third quarter... <laughs> He's still loud, you dork. Uh, Somewhere in the third quarter to the fourth quarter, the defense is absolutely changing their style of play. I don't care what anybody says. The reality is, is if you watch, and I said this on the overreaction show, at a first glance, this is what I saw. In the first half of that game, they were suffocating the wide receivers, making every catch contested. They were dropping a lot of passes. They were making it very difficult. In the third quarter, they started playing eight yards off, nine yards off, first two steps backwards, and they started catching balls all over the football field. Then... This was the difference this week. Then, when it got to a three-point game and tied, the defense went back to being aggressive. And we I don't know that we've ever seen that before. I don't know that we've ever seen the Bills defense go back to being aggressive, and they got aggressive. And McDermott was asked about it at the end of the game, and he said, I wanted to be aggressive. I wanted to stay aggressive, I think is what he said. And the reality is is they were not aggressive for about a quarter and a half of that football game. They were just like, oh, we're up by 10 or up by 14. Let's just, let's just run the clock out and win this game. And... It didn't work at all. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah, but yes, you're right. Caller, you're right.
2: All right. We got a super chat. Shout out to Carl. He's going to call me out. Carl is calling me out. He said the offense needs to stay on the is. field. They need to stay on the damn field. They came out in the second half and went three and out like three times in a row. It was that entire out of defense. It was more than that. Now, here's my argument to that. I, first of all, thank you for the super chat. Thanks for uh, for joining us tonight, man. I appreciate that. Here's my argument about that. When you say that the offense needs to stay on the field, there's 60 minutes in a football game, right, Joe?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So let's go back. Like three weeks against the Jets, the Bills won the time of possession thirty six minutes, mm, really mm, thirty seven minutes mm. to twenty to twenty three.
1: I need an organ. Uh, I need an organ. You're last about to, week you're I'm about, about to preach. I'm here. I'm here. here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with it.
2: Then you go last week to the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills won the time of possession forty to twenty, literally forty to twenty
0: and loss. Uh huh. Uh
2: huh. And then you, <laughs> and then last week, now this game here against the Chiefs. Blood Thirty-five to twenty-five against the Chiefs. Come on, man. I'm, I, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I no, I, I, I get, agree with you, Carl. I get I, your I, point. I was just Sorry. saying, I get the, I get the, I get the
1: sympathizers. I get the fact that people want the offense to be on the field for fifty minutes because the defense is injured and like they've lost three really good players. But Razul Douglas is a number one cornerback, right? And and Terrell Bernard caused a fumble in that football game. Like like they've got the horses. Daquan Daquan is out. But Lenville Joseph and like those guys are doing their job. The only guy that's not on the defensive line doing his job, two guys: Tibbs, Settle, and Von Miller. Everybody else is showing up to play football. So I don't. Well, in my opinion, on the defensive line, yes, that's it. Jordan Phillips needs to do more. I'm not saying yeah. He's at least showing up right on the stat line. The other two guys, I mean, Tim Settle has not played great, and Von Miller at least I think got on the stat line finally. So um, um, I think he had yeah.
2: a tack, uh, It was a combined tackle. It was like an assist, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, I think it was a, it was an assist on a sack, possibly, or just a tackle. I can't remember.
2: But let's transition. Yeah, Jordan sh- Phillips, we really got to we got to be more honest. You, we yeah. got to be more honest about him. Tim Settle. I love Shaq Lawson. He's a dog. They need to give him more opportunities to show that he's a dog. If not, then they need to figure it out. Because right now, we got too much money invested in that defensive line. For uh, oh, Now, I'm not saying year. it's like the defensive line Five ain't years. been hooping. Five years. Right. right. Now, this year, they hooping. I don't, want you, I don't want to make it seem like I'm complaining yeah. about that. I'm talking about specifically where the big dollars are going. Ooh. We're not getting... We're not getting production out of the big dollars outside of Ed Oliver, and that's a problem for
1: me. That's 100% a problem. So moving, transitioning now, putting the Chiefs game to bed, and moving on to the Cowboys game uh, this week on Sunday, which I will be at. Um, be we, at. Uh, yes, we always like to uh, start with the uh, injury report, and uh, this year the only two real players of note we've already kind of talked about, A.J. Epinesa as well as Micah Hyde, both considered week-to-week, neither neither practice, and uh, Sean McDermott was very much non-committal as it pertained to both of those guys. In his pressers today, uh A.J. with the rib got injured literally on the play uh, that he made the interception on. And then Micah, as we talked about, with the next stinger. So I guess having considering that, you know, th- those are major concerns, in my opinion, defensively for the Buffalo Bills, missing both of those guys. They're they're guys that show up on the stat sheet. I like Taylor Rapp. Um, I like who the Bills have in the defensive backfield. There's something about since last year, A.J. Aj Epinesa has the ability to reach his hand out and swat balls. Like, it's just something that's it's almost like that part of the game is sl- <laughs> slowed down for him. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Not Christian Whoa. Wilkins type of never mind. OK, um,
2: okay. <laughs> we're tripping tonight.
1: I'm on Vine.
2: pause. You want <laughs> we got to relax. <laughs> we got to relax.
1: So man. like literally like there, if you've ever played sports and I know you have, there's certain things when you kind of get it. Like that that play or that whatever that you're watching kind of slows down for you. I remember, mm-hmm. and I've, I've talked about this on some show somewhere, it's like I remember in, in varsity baseball when we were taught how to hit curveballs. So the balls are coming in. High school, I mean, they're not slow pitches. I mean, the high school kids, I mean, I, I played against Mike Hampton. He played for Crystal River. We, I played for LeCanto. We were rival schools. So Mike Hampton is a former like Major League Baseball pitcher. Like these guys could throw the <laughs> Super These Joe. These, guy, these guys <laughs> could throw the, throw the baseball. And I remember at it, it batting practice, coach saying what you want to do is you want to catch the spin of the ball, right? So you want to see the ball spinning sideways or lo- like tumbling and then wait. And when it breaks, swing and follow it off. And all of us were like, you want us to wait because in baseball fast pitch baseball you're starting right, your right. stride before the pitcher releases the ball so it's like now you want me to wait like what and then once you get it it's like oh this totally makes sense and you can wait you see the spin of the ball you wait and you follow it off it's like oh this is no problem that's kind of where ajFns Epinesa is it's like i think he just sees the ball coming out of the quarterback's hand and it's like oh bunk i can knock that right out of the air like and he does i it. think
2: that's a great analogy honestly <clears> i think <throat> that's one of the best that you've done on hump day since we've started the show honestly well, i quit <laughs> I'm out. You gotta relax, okay? You know that meme, the uh what is it, the uh Will ferrell meme? Like you need to relax. That's you right now. Relax.
1: I think I think this whole show's off the rails. Anyways, uh <laughs> so what I wanna ask or what I want to talk about, I'll go first on this one. You're the Cowboys seem to be putting it all to, all together for the first time, maybe in decades, right? So you're talking decades. about a football team that's had Good offenses had good defenses had good offenses and defenses get to the playoffs can't win in the, can't come out of the first round I mean we we all know the picture of Tony Romo sitting on the football field after he botched the snap right um, as far as on the on the use was either field goal or an extra point to win the game you know they're scary on offense right now they're scary on defense right now and the question is is you know which one has you more concerned and for me and this might sound strange the defense literally has me more concerned. Than the offense, and this is the reason that I would give you: the Buffalo Bills seem to do a very good job shutting down good wide receivers and good quarterbacks. Like this isn't so, like every week for years, we get nervous about. Oh my gosh, we're facing this guy. Oh my gosh, we're facing that guy. And then you know we play somebody, and I'm trying to think of who it was. And oh, Tyree Kill had what four catches for 42 mm-hmm. yards. Like, and and like the Bills do a good job. Like McDermott and whoever and Leslie Frazier before has the ability to scheme this defense. To put them in a situation that the, the opposing offense in a position where they're not going to destroy us or crush us, I'm not saying that we've not been blown out, but defensively speaking for the Cowboys, I mean, when you look at, you know, who they have on defense, what they're doing on defense, I'm sad and glad that Stefan's brother's not playing. Um, I'd love to have seen them kind of head-to-head. They probably would love to be going head-to-head, too, but <clears throat> here we are. They're, you know, they're, He's not playing. Um but that defense definitely has me more concerned, especially when I think of the way that the Bills' offensive line played this past weekend. They struggled. They were on the struggle bus against Chris Jones. They were big time on the struggle bus. I said on my show on Sunday, I don't know who in the world was like, yeah, Connor McDermott, you go, yeah, you block Chris Jones one-on-one. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't, like, that was the plan. That was the blocking scheme. Mitch called the blocking scheme, and Conor McDermott's standing there like, okay, I got you. One on one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember that play? He was like going backwards, like l- hopping on one foot, getting pushed back into Josh Allen. It's like, what is happening? So for me, like this is yeah. For me, it's the defense. Uh, that's that's where my biggest concern is.
2: I will agree. Well, no, no, I won't agree. I'm going to agree halfway. I'm going to okay. say. The team overall, so I'm gonna go 50-50. fifty. I'm not gonna include the special teams, even though I probably should, but I'm gonna go offense and defense together. Oh I think first of all, when we talk about this, man, like I, I get what you're saying. We shut down Tariq Hill, and you know, outside of the playoffs, Tariq uh Tariq has Jay. not had a
1: good, Jamar Chase. Well, I mean, we True. Yeah.
2: True. Yeah. Jamar Jamar ain't went off on us yet. yeah Uh Tariq Hill went off on us twice in the playoffs, like games that mattered. It didn't hurt us. Uh, during his, well, no, he went off in the playoffs. Like he that he's the reason we, we lost. We in the playoffs. Oh, Chiefs seconds. game, you don't Chiefs remember the? Sorry. I've yeah, been like been he had 150 done. yards in one game, yeah. 172 in the other. Yeah, he, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, 70 was on one play that was there, but yes.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he killed us. You're right, but yeah. I agree with you w- what you're saying as far as how mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills, like we go into these games week after week and we're like, wait, we're going against Devontae Adams. We played mm-hmm. against the Raiders. He had a good first drive, that first drive. And then after that, he was like non-existent. Right. So I'm with you when it comes to to like not really thinking about the offense. However, I think these this Cowboys offense is different than anybody. And I know Miami went off for 70 against the Broncos. And I know yeah, look, Dallas is different. <laughs> like Brandon Cooks is technically he's what Josh Allen thought Gabe Davis was as a wide receiver 1B. Agreed. Like Brandon is is nice, right? Then you got CeeDee Lamb, who's I put him in the same conversations when you talk about the Stephon Diggs of the league and you talk Mm -hmm. about Devontae Adams. Now, he's not the best out of that group, but he's in that class to me. And then you talk about Tony Pollard, the Buffalo Bills still. Now, we've been doing better against the run. Mm -hmm. I think we haven't Mm -hmm. given up as much. But Tony Pollard is probably the best back that we've faced in a couple weeks now. Like, you know, like, it's going to be different. So I'm just a little concerned when it comes to that offense, man. I think if it's going to be a shootout it's going to be a shootout and if that's the case then I need Josh Allen to do what he's been doing these last 3 weeks but I need him to also like just add another layer of like I don't even know but but their secondary are they're so hungry like they're thirsty mm-hmm. for turnovers mm-hmm. so the thing is they jump at everything so my concern with the defense is that Josh Allen he sees it and he's like oh I can hit it boom i need Josh Allen to be a little bit more um you know just think about you but- need to be them in the corner Joe
1: Brady and Josh giggling over the fact that Josh is going to like do pump fakes the whole game and, and that's what I'm bite. saying, and it's not going to happen. Fake. It's not going to happen.
2: But I need that because if you pump fake, first of all, like they go for every interception. Yep, shoulder, not just some of them. Give
1: him a shoulder fake. Every interception. Yeah, anything. yeah.
2: Give him a Steph Curry shimmy one time. Right. Like just, just, just do it, and then throw it somewhere else, and then yo. And, and so Daryl in the comments says Josh got to go for four hundred, and I'm gonna tell you what if he if he figures out the timing of how he's got, and I'm sure they you watched film. If he figures out how to get the guys to like jump a little bit and he gets some separation with his receiver, yo, Josh can go for it. Like Josh can have a, a career day and he's had several. <laughs> yeah. He could have like the best offensive game of his career. Yeah. But, it has to be if you pay attention to how aggressive this team is. Like it's yeah. it's incredible how good they are on both sides of the ball. But their weakness is that they're so good. If that makes sense, that probably
1: so Yeah. Fun. So Trayvon Diggs being out of the game obviously helps. Stefan Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore. Like he, I hate the fact that he has been as good as he has. I don't know the who's the who's the other corner that has the record the the pick six record. If I'm not I mistaken. If, if, I, if I'm not name, if I'm not mistaken, he is like one of the worst rated cor- cover corners in the league because he's so aggressive. That he's trying to get Turner. He's trying to catch footballs.
2: <laughs> but I tell you what, that's that's the Dallas that's the Dallas Cowboys because even yeah. if you go now. I know Steph is a Bills player, so if if he hears this and he, if somebody lets him hear me talking about his brother, he's gonna get mad. Whatever, his brother's the same type of liability. A little bit, like little his bit. brother goes for every play. now. He'll he'll intercept the ball every time you throw it if you if you give him the chance. But yeah. he'll also give it. Yeah, Sarah put in a comment said Bland. Yeah, Bland's the guy that got yeah, the, yeah, the, the record. Yeah. But right, right. but uh, Diggs' brother, when he was in, man, like if you if you get the guy to jump and then you every time he's giving up a big play. Yeah. So it's like the Cowboys fans, and I, I got a lot of friends, unfortunately, who are Cowboys fans, and they all say, like, you know, yo, it's great when we get the turnover. It's great when we get to pick six, but we give up more yep. big plays that way. Yep. Luckily yep. for them, they have an offense that can really kill it. I just, I just, man, I'm hoping that we can do the offense the way we did the Dolphins. Yeah, Carl for- Tom- My man, Carl, says, oh, are you a
1: I was just say Carl, uh, Carl Tomlin just wants to follow up to a super chat, which is, do you think that Joe? I brought this up for a reason because it was a it was actually a topic that I didn't put up. Do you think that Joe Brady will be able to make adjustments to counter Dan Quinn's halftime halftime adjustments? Mm-hmm. Joe did not do that well against the Chiefs. Stay efficient, and that's a really good point. We've seen two very good games from Joe Brady. Another half from Joe Brady, and then the second half of the Chiefs game, after Josh Allen threw that interception, the Bills were not efficient. They could not really move the ball or do anything necessary. Now we don't know again if if they. Decided to get a little more conservative. We don't know necessarily what it was, but there were adjustments that the Chiefs made. And Joe, for whatever reason, they could not get people open. They could not, I mean, it was it they it, they were it was they were slugging down the field. It just wasn't it wasn't great. So it's definitely a concern. Dan Quinn is not a schlep when it comes to defensive coordinators. So right.
2: I will agree with that and I'll say that you're right and and that Carl is right. Thanks again for the comment, Carl. But I think for me, when I look at it, it's like sometimes Yes, it's it's about Joe Brady. Yes, it's about Josh and the Bills. But then also, we got to give those guys credit. Like the Chiefs have one of the best defenses in the league this year. This year, yeah. And so, like the first half happened a certain way that made us a little more confident than we probably should have been. Like we scored fourteen unanswered points, and then they scored. You know, it's like you got to realize, like this year, the strength of the Chiefs team is the defense, not the offense. Like, right, right. You know, I understand that it's Patrick Mahomes, and every year he does what he does, and he has a Pat moment. It's the defense this year. And then when he has a Pat moment, that's how they win late in games because the defense will keep it low. Good. They'll keep them in the game. And then that's when Pat Mahomes does what he does this. Yep. You know, I just think Sunday because of, uh, the offsides call that would have had 12 men on the field for the bills. If they caught it a different way. I think that, you know, we just mm-hmm. kind of got lucky this week. That I, just, I honestly think we got lucky. I don't I think agree. we beat the chiefs. I think we got lucky.
1: I agree. Uh, I'm only going to throw this out to you. Uh, is Dak the
2: NFL MVP? Dak?
1: Yeah, do you think do you think he has a shot to be the NFL MVP?
2: He has a shot because of their record. Uh, but but for me, if I'm calling anybody MVP that's not Josh Allen, it's gonna be Tariq Hill. Oh, and I I'm hate in, I hate saying same, that.
1: I'm in the same boat.
2: I hate saying that because Tariq Hill is obviously we talked about Vine, we talked about all these guys. I hate his off field history. For but sure. You gotta call a you gotta call a spade a spade and give props where mm. it's due. Mm. Tariq Hill is the most valuable player of the Miami Dolphins team. If he's not on that team, they look exactly the way they looked when they had Brian Flores. They look mm. exactly how they look. Like it I don't care about all the, the Coach Shanahan talk, all the disciples of Coach Shanahan, when they go to a different team, then they no, they got yeah. Tariq Hill.
1: Yeah, it's all it's all <laughs> that's it's what happened. Yeah, they the got same, Tariq Hill. I'm in the same boat. Last topic. Uh if the Buffalo Bills win this weekend. Their next opponents are uh, New England, the Chargers, not necessarily in that order, and then the Dolphins. What are their chances of winning out, in your opinion? For me, if the Bills win this weekend, I think we win out, period, end of story. Really? Yes. Th- there's no way we're losing to the Chargers. There's no way we're losing to the Patriots. And, the- and then the season's going to come down to the Bills-Dolphins in Miami. Uh, le- that it- At the end of the day, even in the game we lost, even in both games in Josh's career that we lost, the amount of yards the offense put up, the amount of damage that Josh did in both of those games, like they could have very easily gone. I mean, we're a Charles Clay drop in the end zone away from that win. And then were you know, a, a, a botched snap twice from uh, Van Roten from that other win along with four other mistakes. But to me, I think the bills went out and there's a high probability specifically coming off of the Titans uh, win over the dolphins that that last game of the season is potentially four, the AFC East Championship. How how poetic! What a, what an amazing. <laughs> Some people be write books about the season if that
2: happens. <laughs> I mean, the Dolphins better hope they don't do what the Dolphins do in December and, and
1: lose like, five in a row
2: everywhere, because they got a big game this weekend. Yep, they got another big game next weekend, and then they got us Week 18.
1: So, dude, I I don't mean to stop you. So, no, you re- gotta- remember the question literally. I'm watching that football game because I'm invested, right? I need to know what's happening. The Titans in that game looked good through three and a half, three, nine tenths of a football game. They muffed that punt. Derrick Henry fumbles that football. And I'm like, I literally grabbed the remote control. Just went, turned it straight off. I was like, that's it. I'm going to bed. I woke up the next morning (laughs) to a text message from Mike Kingsley, who's in the comment section often. And he's like, can you believe this game? And I was like, uh, what happened? (laughs) like they 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 lost in Bill's fashion in my opinion Dude. in that football game so
2: when i tell you it was the most fulfilling 3 minutes <laughs> of my life and i've had some bad you moments in my off. life for 3 minutes you know what i'm saying i have I've had some embarrassing moments Pause. had some thrilling moments i've Pause. had some good moments Like i've had a lot of good 3 minute moments you know what i'm saying don't forget, uh, but don't forget to hu- the don't forget
1: to hump that like <laughs> hump that like.
2: <laughs> but no I, i'm just joking but i mean like no it was it was the best 3 minutes in football history in my opinion as a fan it, mm. like to see the dolphins like literally and then my I know Bill's Mafia hates him. I know they hate him. But uh, everybody talks bad about my guy Smoke. I love Smoke. He's a friend of mine at this point. Like, we actually are friends now. That's and funny. it is the funniest thing. It's the best thing to watch him lose his entire shit on the timeline. He was, was punching himself, banging his head on a wall. I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Go check yourself in somewhere. It was
1: the first person that I looked up once I confirmed the score of the football game. I was like, oh, got to go to Smoke's timeline. <laughs> Yep. I didn't like anything. Yep. I didn't post anything. I didn't drag him. I just laughed. I was like, "This is funny." I was, I'm his, gonna
2: screenshot you what he texted me. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it because I can't. Yeah. But I'll text and then, you. <laughs>
1: and then his buddy that was filming outside of the door of the room that he was in as he was losing his mind and crying like a little girl. He cries an awful lot for me. Like he cries a little too much for me. But I anyways, don't think but, girls
2: cry that much. But go ahead. <laughs> so
1: for me, the bills went out if they win this <laughs> game against the Cowboys, which I I feel like they can do. I feel like the Bills can win this football game. Uh, It goes back to matchups and all that stuff, and the Bills historically have played pretty well against the Cowboys. Yes, we lost the first Monday night game in whatever it was, 15 years here, the Nick Folk game. I was at that game. Uh, But by and large, the Bills seem to to, to play pretty well against them. What what is your opinion? And where do you see the the hiccup, the bump, the hump in the road?
2: I don't know. I, I guess I'm just... I, I think that the Buffalo Bills can win every single game that's left on the schedule. I mm-hmm. do. I think my issue is that I have more because the sample size of the season is bigger for what we've seen with Ken Dorsey versus Joe Brady. And I know like, okay, we got three games in a row where Ken, where Joe Brady is showing that it's a different offense and I get it. But I, I think my brain right now it just has certain things seared into it mm. from seeing it this season, and I, and I just don't have the same enthusiasm and yeah. faith that I used to have. So, like at the moment, I think this Sunday's game will mean a lot to me. Yeah. If we if we go out and we convincingly, I don't need a blowout. Like I don't need I don't need us to win by double digits, or it would be nice. Like I would love that. Ooh. I don't want to be stressed, but I'm saying like I don't need that, but I need. I need a game where even if the Buffalo Bills give up points on defense against one of the best offenses in the league, I need to see that our offense can compete with one of the best NFC teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So if if I can see that and and I can, then man, I'm 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 gonna tell you what. If if the Buffalo Bills win this game Sunday, I'm all in. We win in the Super Bowl. We go undefeated. Mm-hmm, it's it's happening. <laughs> like that's where I'm at. And because that's where I'm at, let's talk about it right now. <laughs> So y'all know what time it is. I told y'all to get ready for your your Josh Allen stat line predictions and your game prediction. Uh, You want to go first on this one or are you with me?
1: Uh, I'll go first this time. So for me, Josh Allen stat line prediction for me in this football game I haven't spent a ton of time thinking about it. Um, I don't remember where I was last week to this week. I think I was off. I think I, think I was around the 280 range. I think you were at 320, right? Or 305. Mm-hmm. I think we were both around the 300, which Josh was on pace to do that in the first half. And then obviously the whole team fell off in the second half offensively. I think this football game is going to be Offense versus offense. I think th- I don't. I don't expect this to be a low-scoring football game. So give me Josh Allen, probably three sixty-five, probably another forty-five or fifty on the ground. I think it's going to be a very Jets-esque game. Uh, I think the Bills are going to need it. So as much as they didn't need to put up the points, they put on the Jets. I think they're going to need to put those points up on the on the Dallas Cowboys. So give me three sixty-five, three seventy, probably two touchdowns, and we always call him for a rushing one because that's what he does.
2: So my opinion about this changed after. Coach McDermott said that Micah Hyde might be going on IR for the year. Mm-hmm. So when he when he said that, mm-hmm. um, because at first before that, I'm like, no, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I'm going to go 24, not, and that's not low scoring, but 24-20. Like I'm thinking a score like that. Right, right. And with Micah going out, it's like, oh, no, the Bills are going to have to score because Jordan can't, and, and I got to be honest, I love him. Yeah, I know that's my guy. He's losing several steps. I didn't mm. say this earlier in the season. There's certain plays that Jordan normally makes where I feel like he's kind of. And I don't know if it's because of the scheme now. Like, I know they're using him closer to the, to this yeah. line, the line of scrimmage. Yep. yep. So I don't, I don't know what's happening. I got to go back and watch it again, like, several games. I, I just got to see. Because I don't want to say it. Like, I, I love him. I feel bad to say it, it but it's it's, it's it a happened. fact, man. Like, he just looks a. a, a Step slower, maybe a, step a couple on, steps yeah. slower, yeah. and and um, there's certain plays where I'm used to seeing him like dominate, and as some guy, sometimes he's struggling to stay in the frame. You know what I mean? And when that mm-hmm. happens, it, it's discouraging. And, and so when you have that and Micah out, and then you're talking about I just mentioned it, C.D. Lamb, uh, Brandon Cook, t- Tony. Like first of all, this offense is for real. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it's going to be one of those games. I think the Buffalo Bills will have to score 35 points to win. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be like a 35 31 35 33 something like that like a 33 35 score Buffalo Bills are going to win this because they have to Josh Allen is the doggone goat and we're going to the playoffs and it's going to happen and I'm gonna tell you what when we go to Vegas when I'm in Vegas I'm gonna be wearing a Bills jersey for the game because we're gonna be in it how about that all how right
1: about
2: that? I better be sitting next
1: to you that's all I'm gonna I, say
2: so I, I don't really mean that though I don't know I didn't <laughs> don't, don't, don't rip this down don't use this as a quote I didn't mean that I was joking
1: so uh i gave you my stat line so score prediction because i think you did both in there uh score prediction for me i'm probably in the same boat like 38 35 it's gonna be a one score game i don't i don't Mm -hmm. see either team necessarily running away with this football game if they do it's because the wheels have come off for the bills i think the bills are the more vulnerable team for all the things you mentioned uh but it, I don't I don't necessarily see the wheels coming off for of the Bills. I feel like it's going to be a good football game. It potentially could be home game, game of the year for us, right? So my dad texted me today, you going to the Cowboys game? I was like, are you high? Like, of course, I'm going to the Cowboys game. Like, yes. Why would I not go to that football game?
0: <laughs> you so, know yeah. what?
2: Shout out to Dan Freddie. He hit me up this week, and he's like, yo, I got a ticket. You need to come. <laughs> 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 and he sent me, like, the weather. Because everybody knows. Like, I'm like, it's cold. 40, I'm never coming. 40, 46 degrees in the day. He sent it. And he was like, we can make it happen and we can even figure out to where you don't have to be in the code. We can make this thing happen. And I was like, mm, I was close. <laughs> I but was I, so I, <laughs> close. I was close. When I tell you, Joe, like you almost saw me this weekend. Like when I, when I say it was this close, it was like it was it was it was like closer than uh, it, it was close. I, I, I don't want to. I was about to cross another line.
1: Yeah, so I got to yep. stop. It is Hump Let's Day get Hotline. out of here. Yeah, <laughs> ladies Let's and gentlemen, <laughs> you have been tuned into the Humpty Hotline brought to you by Ficta Endel and Elmer ICare on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Super great hanging out with you guys. Appreciate everybody that is uh tuned in, everybody that's gonna listen. Like we said, for for me, for Jay Spence the King. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.